0: Well, welcome, my friends, to City Awakening Podcast. Hey, my friends, it's so good to be with you today. I know it's been a while since we did some live shows and recordings and interviews, but I'm telling you, I'm here again today. We're doing it. It has been such a whirlwind since we've been on live. And so uh, what, you know, what better way to come back and and do these uh, interviews? And I got my good friend, Anna Warner, here with me, my homegirl, my friend. She is so sweet. She's incredible. And I'm super excited. I know all my friends have been asking me when is she coming back? When is she come back? Well hey, if you miss this one, that's on you. Cause here she is. <laughs> well I just wanna um a couple of things I want to do is I want to just remind everyone that we got City Awakening conference coming this uh October 2nd and 3rd. It is going to be virtual. Now, here's the key. Before we do interviews, I want to just be real clear. The reason why we had to move it uh, virtual instead of in person, because the place that we were going to do it, um, they had to go back to a kind of like uh, not in person. And so that kind of made us have to adjust what we are doing in our City Awakening Conference. So it's going to be virtual. We have a phenomenal platform. I mean, absolutely incredible platform that's designed for conferences, virtual conferences. And so you you do not want to miss this. So go get your tickets at cityawakeningpdx.com, uh, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, all the information is going to be there. You, I mean, it's going to be incredible. We've got my good friends Bob and Jenny Donnelly from Tetelestai Ministry, Collective Church. Yours truly will be sharing, uh, ministry in the word of the Lord. Uh, we have a, we'll be working our prophetic teams like we normally do in our prophetic conferences, um, but they're going to be virtual. So we're working all those details out, but they will be there. And then we have Dr. Erica and Dr. Manny Espinoza who will be coming. I'm telling you, I'm super inc- excited for their story, what God is doing in the surgery rooms. I'm like, like literally in the surgery room, God is just showing up when they're in their practice. And it's incredible. Some of the amazing stuff. These are medical doctors, surgeons, medical doctors. And this is just incredible what they're doing. They're pastors. They, they're they, incredible. So you don't, and we got a host of all of our other great speakers that are going to be coming. So you do not want to miss that. It's going, Be incredible. So, with that being said, I want you to welcome me, welcome with me, my good friend. And I want her to say, man, as she comes, she she is incredible. I love her sweet spirit. Let me bring her in. Hey, my friend, how are you doing? Hey, my friend. I'm so glad to be
1: here with you. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes, yes, it is. Uh, you know, we, uh, we've been trying to back and forth, back and forth schedules. And I know you're super busy, and God is doing some incredible, incredible things. Um, with you and in the ministry, and so I'm just super excited just to really almost like catch up. And so, friends, you get to kind of pretend like you're in a, in our living room. We're we're catching up. We're visiting. We're we're sharing our heart. And so, uh, I really want uh, you to to really kind of um, just have that conversation with us today. And guys, listen to this conversation. Listen to what um, some things I've kind of praying about this this interview with her and. Um, and just some exciting things right now especially here in our world right now what we have going on right now many of you know that what i do in the police bureau and 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 it's been crazy it's absolutely been crazy and overwhelming praying for you thank I you really so much
1: because i know where you are in the world and i know your involvement with the police so i have been really really praying for you
0: thank you my friend i so man i appreciate that so much um you know, it's it's we're in a season right now, guys. Where I really believe that it's like almost like I felt like um, let's just start off here, like this tipping point. Something is about to tip over, uh, and that's what I've been feeling prophetically. It's like it's like a tipping point. I quite can't put my finger on it, but I just feel like something is about to tip, and it's and it's 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 good. It's going to be good. And uh, so Aunt Anna, so tell me, what what are you feeling? What, what's, 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 what's the Lord been talking to you about what we've been sensing in this this time?
1: Oh, so much. Um, but if I would try to just narrow it down for this sake of this, um, I've been feeling the same tipping point. Um, really, the church is being shaken at her core. Yes. And we're being woken out of a little bit of a slumber. And I do believe that, the church is the, when I say church, I'm not talking about just within the walls of the church, uh, because church now looks a little bit different. It's gone virtual. We're, I'm saying the body of Christ as a whole, um, we're getting our voice, which is wonderful. And also making a stand for righteousness, yes, purity and justice to be reestablished in the earth. And out of the injustices have been brought to the surface that need healing and restoration across the nations. And I have nations on my heart, not just America, but nations. Come on. Yeah. Because God's heart is for all of the nations. And so I've seen that. And then likewise, the, the Lord had showed me in a vision back in January. Um, of this year before everything that happened you know before the pandemic before all these injustices came to the surface the Lord had showed me the church being shaken, and mm. I had seen actually when I was in Israel now this goes back to last year but when I was in Israel Clyde I had seen this glory wave coming the Lord showed me it and when I saw that wave coming I saw mass people running to the altars in repentance Yes. And so I knew in my spirit, repentance needs to be reestablished. Mm-hmm. Where we now, it's very easy. On on that note, it's very easy to say we need to repent as a nation and point the fingers at different people groups and say, "Well, you need to repent. You're in sin." Or this needs to. But but repentance really starts at an inward level.
0: Come on, my friend. Where
1: I come before the Lord. I just feel the presence of God right now on this. But I come Come to the Lord and I say, I'm not going to look at the the speck in my brother or my sister's eyes. But what about me? What are the things in me, the area of sin in me that I need to work on with the Lord's help? And I need to get clean and repent and say, God, I don't have it all together. But I need your help in this. And this needs to change in my life. Yes. And that's what I saw. I saw people at a heart level being, the, the revival breaking out in that place. And so this, this notion of repentance, I just wanna say it because it, it is being preached you know, across the world, like let's pray for the nation to repent, for the nations to repent. And I believe in that. I believe, pray for that, but pray for yourself too.
2: Yep. Pray yeah.
1: and get real with God. And, and 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 look at your own heart and your own life and say god would you renew me make me afresh again um so that's a little of what i'm feeling as well in the spirit i have been sensing this so strongly and i've said this a couple times so forgive me if you're hearing this again but even this past um, week actually it's been a week and a half the lord took me to nehemiah when nehemiah was Rebuilding the wall. I, I believe it's in let me find the actual scripture for you. In chapter six, okay. So the enemies tried to come and say, and come out and meet us. And Nehemiah knew he had wisdom to knew they were trying to ambush him. They were trying to, you know, he they had harm in mind. And he said this, and this statement has stuck with me. He said, No, I'm doing great work. I cannot come down. And right now, I have been sensing that so many of us, the Lord has been very specific. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's right.
1: Very specific. Mm -hmm. And you've got to get the same tenacity in you to say, no, I am not going to be pulled off what God has showed me to do. I'm not going to be distracted right now. Because when you step out of what you're really called to do, that's when you open yourself up to much more unnecessary warfare. Yeah. And so you and I, uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be preachy, but...
0: No, you are good. ...are
1: fixed, our eyes focused right now. And I'm a seer, but I'm telling you, we've got to get our eyes focused right now on what God has showed us to do. And our eyes focus back on... Jesus.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, you hit some great points. Um, you know, we, we number one, we have to get our mind and our spirit focused back on Jesus. Number two is uh, there's a passage of scripture in 2 Samuel chapter 3, verses 39. David's talking there, and he's talking about what he's coming up against. But he said this so good. He says, I'm weak, but I'm still anointed. The nation is weak. There's believers that are weak. Right now, because what we're experiencing, but man, we're still anointed. We still have the, the joy of the Lord. I've been preaching this message around the country. I mean, I went, my first major trip was last two weeks ago back in Florida. And I, people have been asking me to come in and talk about what's going on in police world and some things I can share, some things I can't. But I had this whole package message, and one of the greatest things that the Lord kept speaking and keeps speaking to me, we've got to recover our joy. The joy has been lost, and we've got to recover the joy. And we've got to, you know, and God has given people specific assignments in this moment, in this hour, and we've got to focus on that. And you cannot have this internal conflict uh, if you don't know who you truly are in your true identity and walk in that true self, because when I know my true self then I'm able to accomplish everything that God has called me to accomplish. That is so good, man. That's so good. So, um, I, I just feel like the, the glory of the Lord is on this thing right now. Like God is presence is this. So this, so here, um,
1: I'm so grateful. <laughs> No, you know hey, me. Brother, let's do it. Whatever. You know, yeah. Yeah. and we're in it with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, um really quick though, I just if if it's
0: okay. No, it, um, you you're a friend.
1: Specifically when I when we were sharing that word, um you have been distracted in this last week. And you know your assignment. Like mm-hmm. I see some of you writing books. I see some of you that mm. are called to children's ministry, so you're actually writing um, curriculum Come on. right now to reset things for this younger generation. This is a that we're really in this really birthing season right now. Yes. But there, the reason you have felt distracted, and I'm Clyde.
0: You know, there's times where I feel personally like I'm like procrastinating. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, like, we all have.
1: To <laughs> like I gotta, you know, pull up my pipe, get going. And yeah stop. I remember this when I would go to write my books, there would literally be, it almost felt like a spirit behind that distraction that would come at me when it was like the day that I would say, okay, this is the one day I have this one time where I can write. There was almost, um, in, in the spirit, there was actually a clash against what I was doing. And I want you to know this, the assignment that you have been given right now Is so powerful Mm. and important to the kingdom of God that you cannot take it lightly. Like I feel so much weight on this right now that you cannot take it lightly. And you have to know, now I don't want to focus on the enemy, but you have to know that there is a real clash in the spiritual realm going on right now. A war over you not getting to release what you're doing. Release the thing that God has given you to do. So Father, in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. I pray and I break off any and, and I come against any spirit that has been sent mm. or assigned to you to distract you and pull you off what he has showed you to do. And I swear to the over so, you, that on. You hear God's yes. voice clearly. You do yes. hear his voice clearly. And so doubt, go mm. right now in Jesus' yes. name. And I pray and I, I just know that like something just lifted right now that, that the heaviness that you have recently felt i want to just pray hope oh that that thing has now lifted in jesus name and you're going to be able to now sit down and write with with the the in the flow <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah time where you write and you just write because you got to do it you got to be diligent but there's times where you do what you're called to do, but you're in the flow. And I'm praying that over you that you're going to be in the flow to that assignment what God has for you.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and I, even as you were saying that, I kept hearing the Lord say, It is time for my people to arise and they jump back into the river. It's almost like I'm seeing a pool and you've been in that, like the wading area, like the, the not the deep end. And I heard the Lord say, Get into the deep end because that's where I'm going to move. Get into the deep end. He's moving into the deep areas. And so, if you're hearing today, God is saying, "Get into the deep areas." He's, he doesn't want you to be and just t- putting your feet in the shallow area. He wants you to get into the deep areas. He's going to move into the deep areas, and there's a releasing that's going to take place. You're going to those like, uh, like my friend was saying that they're going to write books and write children's books. I just really hear the Lord say, "It's time to jump into that flow. The nations need it. People need it. It is time for us to rise up as the church. The building is not the church." Church. We, you are you and I are the ecclesia. We are the sent ones. We are the called ones. We are set apart. We are royal priesthood. Holy. You understand that there's such a great call right now. And people are open. I'm telling you, I have been in massive scenes right now. Just in, in the police world. Just massive homicides. All these things that have been massive. But let me tell you, there have been people coming saying, would you pray right now for the scene? Would you pray? God is creating space. And I'm telling you, Angels have been showing up, even as I've been praying and the things have just been happening. Things are just happening. I want to tell you that this is a serious call right now. This is a serious call. Let me guys, we did not plan this. Let me tell you right now, we did not plan this. And I just feel the anointing, the Shekinah glory, the weighty presence on this right now. And I just feel that some of you are so beaten down by everything that's on going around you. This is a time not to be distracted. I come against that spirit of distraction right now. And I decree and declare that you step, back into the, 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 kingdom assignment that God has placed within you. And it's time to flow And it's not time to be distracted. Here's the key. God, you think God is not aware. He's aware there's a spiritual battle going on, but let me tell you, my friends, we come out on top. We come out on top. God is going to, we're going to come out on top. He it is going to take, it, it is going to happen. And I'm telling you, people are believing God right now. People are looking for hope. I have been saying this, um, that we're hope dealers, you know, like a, like a, someone that deals drugs, we're hope dealer. That's what we are called to deal hope. We're called to release the hope right now to recover the joy, the joy of the Lord. Psalms, uh, Proverbs 17, 22 talks about the joy has a medicine. Let me tell you, you need a medicine right now. He is the medicine. He's the antidote. He wants you to recover the joy, man. That's so good. Ah, I feel the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God, man. My friend, my friend, my friend, Godly, what have you been doing in ministry? What has been? What has God been doing with you, man? T- talk to me. Tell me about you. You just wrote a new book. Did you write another book? Uh,
1: okay, I'm writing a book right now. Oh. I don't have a title for it, so I can't like actually like, I don't know <laughs> if I should announce that. <laughs> I'm always writing. Um,
0: the last book I wrote was The Warrior's Dance. Yes. Which was released this year and it's a seer's guide to spiritual warfare. And okay. My friend have, right
1: there. Yeah.
0: Talk about that right now because see we we're, we're in this right now. We're in spiritual battle. Yeah. And 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 man I, I just I felt there's a grace on you in this area right now. That I just that's what I hear the Lord say. There's a grace over you right now and he's and and I I just really see right now my friend that you're going to like get on like a podcast and get on and you're just going to begin to start ministering on this spiritual warfare it is time for the principalities the high principalities to come down you have a grace on that right now this is i think this is where god come on let's talk about that a little bit i think i believe there's someone's gonna get some breakthrough right now as you unpack this well
1: when i I had seen an actual war mm. and i saw um the bride of christ and then i saw the enemy's camp and i saw the two sides warring it's mm. in the very first chapter of the book you can read the vision i had but I, and i actually heard the sounds of war and it wasn't nice it wasn't pretty it was it was real um I saw, I heard victory and I heard at, at the same time when people were injured. I I saw and I heard both. But what happened in that vision, I heard there, at one point there was this, I looked down in my hands and I was carrying this drum and I thought, why am I carrying a drum? I do not have rhythm in the natural <laughs> very good. <laughs> but, and then I heard this sound. And I was hearing this beat, if you will, or sound that was coming from heaven. And I knew that I needed to match that sound. So I just started repeating back on my little drum the sound that I was hearing. And then as I looked at uh, the the body of Christ that was there, they all had little drum. And we all started repeating this sound back that we were hearing from the Father. And when we could match his sound, Mm. because it was God's. when we could match his sound, I watched with my eyes, the enemy just retreat and go shrieking away. And Mm. those principalities were overthrown. And so we are in that very time right now where we have got to match our ears. We've Mm -hmm. got to match our eyes on what God is saying, what he's speaking. And then this is the time to use our mouth, church, to decree and declare, or make a sound, if you will. Yes. What, what God is saying, and um, through that we're going to have victory. And and so as a seer, you know, seers often get a bad rap. People think, well, they float on a cloud, a glory cloud, all the time. And <laughs> I'll be honest, that's not really. I mean, I love that yes but um i'm here to uh wreck havoc on the enemy
0: come on come on
1: really where i stand um and i know that that god places me sometimes in places where because i can see what the enemy's doing and i can see where he's trying to move i can declare and decree the goodness of god and uh pull down those strongholds if you will through my prayers of intercession, through my preaching, through sharing the Word of God, you know, just the hope of, of Jesus Christ. So, anyways, that's a little bit. But recently I was, I was, I actually got to travel um, and we did a conference in, it was in Kansas and it was like a woman's conference. And one night, I'm telling you, Clyde, just, if you were there, you you know, and you can share a comment on this, but the presence of God was so thick. But the the atmosphere was, and I could feel it. There was an anointing in the room for deliverance. Yes. I could just yep. Feel it in the atmosphere, and it was like so much fear got delivered off people that were there. Come and on. Through that healing and miracles broke out. And fear right now is the enemy's number one strategy that he is trying to put even in believers so that we don't speak out for the righteousness of God, so that we don't, you know, pray and get on our knees. We're just in fear of the enemy. So anyways, uh, lots of deliverance of fear happened and deliverance of other things that were there. And my goodness, God showed up god is showing up we've got to say it because right now if you watch the media you will see just the enemy 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 showing up but can i tell you that god is moving so powerfully right now through the nations that's right he is so powerful if you can get your eyes and fix your eyes on the king of kings and what he's doing you'll You'll be able to jump in, like you said, into the river of of the goodness of God. And I'm not saying that there isn't a war. There's a war. There's been a war since the beginning of time.
0: That's right. This war is not old. It's it's not an old thing.
1: And God has had the victory. He's always had the victory. He's always had the victory. We've got to keep our eyes on that right now. Anyways, I it's it's been wonderful. It's been fun with the Lord and, and just seeing so many people just healings and you know that's my Ben is always I love when people get healed, you know. <laughs> I, yes. I just get so excited and um, I could share so many healing stories, but I won't I won't take all
0: your time here. No, no, you're not I, taking my time. you you and I are friends. We we, we, we love the talk. I, I I'm just, as you were talking about that I was reminded of that. Remember the story you told me. It was, it was a story you told me about when you were traveling overseas, and you had went to a friend's house or went to somewhere, and then you wanted to leave in the middle of the night, and you, the angel guided you back to your place. Yes. By using rose petals, yes. and can you talk about that? Unravel that because I, I really felt that there was a time there that there there was a like a. You had that fear, and then the Lord just came in and just ushered you back to a place of safety. I actually
1: have that flower. You guys want to see it?
0: Yes. I, give me a second. I didn't plan, this, so I have no, to no, no. It. You're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. I'll talk. <laughs> yeah, grab the flower, guys. She, she tells this amazing story, and it's it's life changing. And and I think a lot of us are overwhelmed, and and we we it's almost like uh, we go down this pathway and then all of a sudden God says, wait a minute, come back here. Let me lead you back to safety. Let me lead you and see the world is separating. When you separate from God and separate from yourself, you're going to self-protect, self-promote. And it's always driven by fear, guilt, shame, and trauma. And it, it is, it, see, uh, external conflict breeds internal conflict and they go hand in hand. And so when you have that deep fear, it's it's like wait a minute what 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 do I do and so she was telling that story as she was talking just a little bit ago I'm thinking oh I gotta have her tell that story because I think a lot of you would get free from like believing angels and and I want to segue into this because she's a seer when you are prophet seer. And and my friend and with my spiritual mom Jane Hammond, they both laid hands and activated that seer thing in me. So now we see, and you know I've been prophet. As a prophet, I've been prophesying for years. Twenty eight years I've been prophesying, and 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 it, you know you just get another level, another dose of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody, and so and so it, it's it's just amazing uh, um, what what she has incredible stories, like incredible stories. So listen to this story as she tells it.
1: And yes. i have to describe what that was like. I, I worked in the drug trafficking slums, mm. and um, I was a bit naive. <laughs> <Like it> was, <laughs> to be honest, I was in my young uh, 20s. I was probably 21 or 22, around there. And um, so the, the drug trafficking slums, um, and often I would walk them, but they, they zigzag like this. It's called the favela and it zigzags like this. And so with that, what happens is you can, there can be total violence happening just around the corner, but you don't really see it mm-hmm. because of the zigzag. And that's what keeps it very, very dangerous. And so there can also be big drug trafficking happening up here, violence over here. And you, you can think you're totally safe, but, but you're not, as you turn the corner, you walk into something that's not pleasant. So just to paint the picture a little bit. And I was at my friend's house. Um, We, a bunch of us friends, a bunch of us missionary girls got together and had our like little bit together that night. And um, our little like sleepover if you will. And and then in the morning now I'm always, I've always been an early riser and everyone was sleeping in. And I just naively thought, well, I just wanna go home. Like I'm bored, I just wanna go home. I wanna eat, I just wanna walk out on my own. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I'm a mom now. So I look back on this, and I think, oh, my goodness. Like, what was I thinking? But now I went, and I, so I left their house. <clears throat> I learned, I knew a few words in Portuguese at this, at this stage because I had only been in the country for a very short time. This is right at the beginning of my time there in Brazil. So um, I didn't speak Portuguese very fluently. I just knew a couple words, and I didn't have a phone on me, and I didn't really have an address. So, this is not a very good picture or scenario. You don't want to be in this situation. So, I'm <laughs> going along and I'm walking and I'm thinking I know the direction of home. And I start walking and I realize quickly that I am totally, totally lost in this slum because it zigzags, zigzags, and I do not know where I am. Like, I literally did not know anywhere that I was. I looked all around me and I realized I am so lost. What do you do? You know, right in English around me, I don't know what to do. And as I looked around, what I could see was people carrying guns. And most of them were they're all men and even young boys, Because even boys at the age of six carry guns there. Mm-hmm. So they're carrying guns. And they're coming towards me and approaching me not in a good way. You know, I could tell that this is a very dangerous situation. And so I didn't pray a prayer of faith. I I got down on my knees and I cried. And I said, "God, I'm so stupid. And would you please he, like rescue me? Like please, please save my life." My, like I knew my life was really in danger of being trafficked or whatever. And I just said, "God, would you please save me?" And I was crying. And right then I looked up. He said he said, I heard audibly heard him say, "Look up." So I looked up and I saw an angel. Standing at the end of that block, and the angel looked at me and he winked and he grabbed a tangible flower, like a, a real flower off a tree, and dropped it. And then, like, just zipped off to around the corner. I didn't know what to do but chase the angel. I just thought, well, that's all I know to do. So I went, ran in, I grabbed that flower, and then I looked around the next corner, and there he was at the end of the block did the same thing, winked, took off. I followed this angel zigzagging through the favelas for about 45 minutes until we were back. And the, the very last flower, the angel dropped was on my doorstep and I was back home. So I'm gonna show you that flower. Is that okay? Yes. I, I, I don't know if I can like show, zoom in. And it says on here, this is literally from my journal. It says the day I was lost and then I followed an angel with flowers home. Can y'all see it? Can you guys see it? Yep,
0: yeah, there it is. It came clear. There it is. Man.
1: I pressed it you know and it's something I keep as just you know a special reminder of when God you know really saved my life and I mean I don't want to say okay to get this seer anointing you have to put your life at risk. <laughs> I don't want to say that because that's not, that's not true. You don't have to do that but I will say that out of my time there, why I, I know looking back, why I I just took off with this year anointing in that season was I learned to be fully dependent
0: Mm, on him. There it is.
1: Everything was stripped away from me. Everything, everything that, you know, I came to Brazil, I had a college education, all these years of experience working with people that had abuse in their background you know, in forms of counseling, that sort of thing. I came with all this experience. I even did Rosetta Stone thinking that knowing how to say (laughs) fish box in red would help me in the country. And I said, well, I could speak Spanish, so (laughs) it's not even the same language there. And there I came, and, you know, I was so humbled. I remember I couldn't even say how to get toothpaste. I was like, I need toothpaste. I don't even know how to ask. So I'm acting it out. I need to face to the people in the grocery store, you know. And um it's humbling but but in just such a death to my flesh. But I just learned all I have got is him. Yeah. That's and so right. God opened my spiritual eyes and showed me
0: what to do. So good.
1: And out of that place I grew so much in the anointing and in discernment because I needed discernment in a lot of the places that we walked in that were not safe and and just to learn how to really pray for principalities to come down. Um, and so anyways, that's a little bit of my-
0: You know, you you hit, I mean, I mean, just as we talk about the seer anointing in, 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 in that, I'm telling you, I experienced, I mean, after our time in Dallas um, a couple of years ago um, at our International Young Profits deal, um, um, and, and we, we you prayed, and and uh, my, uh, Jane Hammond prayed as well. And uh, and I remember I called you. We had a you know, we told you the story where we were literally it was a busy day in the police bureau going to calls, all that. Then, even the time we were writing, well, in our church, we have this alarm system where it alerts me if something is going on or someone's breaking in, and I get it on my phone. Well. At 1039, I remember looking at the, my clock when it happened, I there's this emotion goes on in our church. And so I click on my phone, the app, and then all of a sudden we see a physical man, me and my partner. We see this physical body, like, and going into our children's room. I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, wait, we had just moved in. We got a brand new flat screen TV. We got all this stuff. And next door to us is a marijuana shop. So I'm thinking, is this surely this guy is trying to get in? Through our roof to get over to the marijuana ship. Oh my God! I cannot believe this is happening. And my partners are so we get on the radio. We're calling for uh, cars. We're calling for canines. We're calling for everything to come and and so this. And, and I'm like, God, take me back to the precinct. I got to dress down. And someone's in our church. So I'm calling my assistant pastor. I'm calling my ministry. I'm thinking, surely they will turn the lights on if they're there at 10:30 and at night, but. This is—I mean—what is going on? And so—and I'm not even thinking about time in Dallas. I'm not thinking about time and anyway. I'm just thinking about like this is like crazy. And my buddy, who is an unbeliever, he's looking. He's like, "Dude, somebody's in your building." I'm like, "I know." I'm like, "Take me back." He's like, "No, I want to see what the, end, the end, the end, the end of this." I'm like, "No, take me back." And and so I, I get—he takes me back to the precinct. I j- jump out of my uniform, get into my my regular street clothes. I'm driving. And I finally arrive at the church and they're like, Clyde, where is he? Like, show us where you've seen him. I go inside. There's nothing disturbed. There's nothing. Well, when we leave, I was like, Lord, what do you want me to know? He's like, remember you asked for a greater level in your office as a prophet. Remember you asked for greater giftings. And then it reminded me when you prayed and imparted that in there. And, and it just is natural. And then I called you, remember I called you the next day and I, I was telling you the story and he's like, Clyde, that you, you, you said, Clyde, that was an angel. And, I, and that's what the Lord told me. He's like, I, I had to show you natural that that I have angels on assignment. I have angels on assignment. And since then, man, they've been on planes. I was in Israel, they were on our tour bus. I'm thinking like, this has not been incredible. So would you talk a little bit about like that? Because I know I have some people on here that were like, man. I want that so bad, but I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where to start. Does it like I'm like David, uh, Daniel chapter seven, when Daniel was laying on his bed? It's like in my mind, I start seeing. So, can you kind of not, you know, just kind of unpack a little bit uh, sure, of yeah. what?
1: There's there's a couple of scriptures that come to mind. I mean, I can unpack a little bit, and I want to encourage you if you're interested. Yes. In the seer stuff, um, you can grab my first book, The Seer's Path. On my website, so on good, and also I do a monthly mentorship online class. Like, I have a school for seers, and I love it. And September is full, but December is open. So, I want to encourage you to go because I train, just give tips and tools, and also train in deliverance and healing and how to use the seer gift in that as well. And um, so I just want to encourage you to go check that out.
0: That's and her website. website is down below. Her website is down below and it's scrolling through. So her website is right there. Um, we have it up. And so make sure I want you to make sure. So I'm telling you guys, I don't do this often and I don't say this much for, for my guests, but I'm telling you, this is something that you want to sew into you. If you want to go to another level, this is where you want to start. And, 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 uh, you don't hear a lot of people talk about the seer anointing. You don't hear a lot. And I'm telling you, she is, she, this is why I always ask her to come because she's, she is, she's very humble. She is great. And she's willing to give and, 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 bless others. And see, you know, she and I have been around, you see some of these great leaders and they're like, oh, this is my anointing. I can't give it away. Are you kidding me? No, give it away so that you can be a blessing to others. And so make sure you sow into that and, and sow into yourself. So, amen. Go ahead, my Thank friend. You.
1: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It it is my heart. Yeah. You know, I don't want to just say, okay, I have all these heaven encounters, so that you can look at it and go, oh wow, look at her. That's not actually my heart in the, at all. I want you to go experience heaven yourself, and I believe you can. So some of you might think, well, I don't know, Anna. Uh, some people now, some people are born with. The seer anointing, mm-hmm. like they had an angelic encounter at a very young age, they were marked from a young age. That was my story, but I also have seen this that it is a gift that is in, you can impart it. Let me tell you a scripture to encourage you in Second Kings chapter. Let's see, it's in chapter six, right? And it's when there was all these people. Now this is a good scripture for right now. Okay, right now <laughs> yes. we're yes. Elisha has a servant, and his servant sees uh, all this, these they're going into war, right? And so he's looking at in the natural, it doesn't look good. And Elisha says this, it's in verse 17, 2 Kings 6, verse 17. Then Elisha prayed and said, Oh Lord, I prayed. Open his eyes he that may see. he may. See. Mm-hmm. And the Lord then opened the servant's eyes, and he saw. And behold, look at what he saw. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So that should encourage you and I. Elisha was seeing, but his servant wasn't. His servant was just seeing in the natural. And it didn't look good. And, but he, when Elisha prayed, his Spiritual eyes, you've got to catch this. There it is. Come on. Open to be able to see who was there for them in the time of war. So I look at that right, especially right now, and I believe that the Lord can open your spiritual eyes. So, and I pray that right now, Mm. so that you may see see. with ease. Hmm. And the thing is, some some just a, a little practical tool, if I could just share one yep. thing. The Lord once, I remember I was, I was going through a hard time. I was going through, I forget what it was, but I, I remember that it wasn't, I was going through a rough stage with my family, with my kids, you know, just life happening. And I was saying, God, because <laughs> he's taken me to heaven before. I said, God, if there's ever a time you want to take me to heaven, this would be a good time. Just saying, I'd love to encounter heaven right now because it doesn't feel like heaven right now. And he said to me, Anna, Anna, you're already there. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what are you talking about, Lord? But in in the word, you've got to go back to the word of God always. It says that we're seated in heavenly places. And so I started to think, wait a second. There's something about this. If you can believe, you and I can believe, your belief is such a key that you and I can access heaven now. So good. Right now. Not later, not, you know, but right now where you are. That's a big key for entering. See, for me, when I speak with children, they have heavenly counters so easily. I mean, it's so easy with children, because they're not hindered by a lot of things that happen to us as adults, right? Where we doubt, we go, I don't know, where is this? I don't, you know, children are just like, I saw heaven and he looks, you know, and I saw Jesus and he looks like this and he said this to me to tell you, and you're like, (laughs) oh, but kids just, they just believe, they have childlike faith. Now, We want to be grounded in everything, in the word of God. Trust me, I don't want to open myself up to anything, okay? I've lived in countries, goodness, my husband, if you know our story, you know we've lived in a lot of different countries. We've lived in Africa, parts of Africa, we lived in India, where there was tons of temples and people would come to have like a religious experience and they would open themselves up to all kinds of witchcraft, okay? You don't want to open yourself up to anything but what i know is this God is so good that when you encounter him he confirms himself That's right every every single time And in Daniel chapter 7 mm-hmm. Daniel if you look at that scripture Daniel did not understand everything he was seeing right when he saw it That's right That should encourage you and i that it says that he saw this, he says, I'm pondering this. Like, what was that God? And then he kept looking. And as he kept looking, God would show him more. So that should encourage you and I, listen, you might have an encounter. You might see something say, I don't really understand that. Write it down and then ask the Lord to confirm it. And how he will, he will confirm it through the word you will literally pick up this thing you pick up your bible and you'll flip it open and see well that what i'm sensing this totally matches the nature of christ in here what you see should match the nature of what you're seeing should match the nature of christ that you find in the bible and then he'll use maybe a prophet will come along and say the same word, and you're like, oh, I saw that I was sensing that. Or he'll even use things in the natural. That's right. I was walking with my kids somewhere the other day, and there was this sign. Now, there's political signs everywhere on people's lawns, but there was this sign that said something to the, like, I think it said, just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's weird. And my daughter, who's sick, she looked at me. God always uses her to, like, first to put me in check secondly to the lord uses. she speaks you know he speaks through her mouth sometimes she looked at me and she said hey mom i feel like that signs god talking you and i was like oh wow thank you jesus so i mean he will use things in the natural to confirm it just like that
0: yeah you know as you were saying it just in the natural i mean just yeah, well the you know one on one particular incident that took place last month in the month of July when we had the most um, amazing homicides that we haven't that we've seen in thirty plus years. I mean I've been on every homicide um, in July, the month of July. Uh, um, I think we had fifteen in this particular day we had, and, and this is how powerful your words are. I was the first call came out at nine thirty in the morning. Uh, my young girl stabbed her mom to death. And so we get to the scene uh, and um, um, my, uh, a buddy of mine is like, man, I haven't, man, we, um, you know, we haven't seen a, a homicide like two in one day. So, you know, not think anything more of it, get back to the office. And then all of a sudden what took place is, I mean, I'm taking, eat, about to have lunch. And, and then they said, we have another homicide that just came out. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Like I literally just sat down and was like, wait, another one came out. Yes, another one came out. And so I get out there to that homicide and it was so chaotic. It was literally just, it was, it was, I haven't seen it this bad. And and I've been in it for 18 years. I haven't seen it this worse. And so, um, at some point I was pulled on to say, can you pray for this scene right now, Clyde, can you pray for this? scene?" so, so I was like, whoa, okay. So I took authority in that and literally the moment I got done, I literally seen angels begin to be have a perimeter in, 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 in law enforcement world, we call it a perimeter. There was a perimeter of angels just surrounding. And what was chaotic began to start being at peace. And so you have the authority as a priesthood of believer to call those things. As as we were talking about earlier to decree, like I wrote two books, working on a third book on decrees and you can Uh, decree those. And so when I seen those angels, I felt that peace and I leaned over to the dad. I said, we have extra help here. Come on somebody. And that brought comfort to a dad that has his baby girl. Who's lying dead on the ground, 18 years old, straight A student. And was in a domestic violence situation amongst all the protests that's going around us. God, my friends, he is still speaking. And I hope that you will take my friend's course mentorship. Now, I want to tell you that if you take it, now, she doesn't have, we don't have a magic wand or anything like that, and, and I think sometimes people think just because God is anointed us and we're doing these incredible things, we have to work just as hard as anybody else has to work hard. We it means we got to get up, spend time with the Lord, we got to read our word, we got to begin to do that. I mean, I got, I man, we got three church plants going on right now. We got our regular church going on. I got you know, our international ministry, I got a lot of things going on, but I still got to press to spend time with the father. I never miss my board meeting with the Holy Spirit. He is my best friend. And so I want to encourage you as you hear my amazing friend talk about, um, the seer gifting and anointing and grace. Yeah. She can par- impart that into you, but I'm telling you, you have to do the work. You have to do the work and, and really press into that I am I got our e-course and and there's times I'll be sitting in office literally once again procrastinating I have a lot of things to do (laughs) a lot of things to do and I was like you know what I'm gonna listen to my friend today. I just need to hear my friend today. I can't call her right now. Cause I, I, she, she moving and I'm moving too, but let me just pull her up. And so I'll just sit here and listen to my office and I'll just be like, yeah, go ahead, girl, preach. Oh man, that's so good. Oh man. Oh, let me rewind that. Let me go back to that again. It, it just be, it just sits in my spirit. And one time I lost it. I said, wait a minute, I lost the course. I had to text her. I said, Hey, uh, can I get that course again? Cause I missed it. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it's refreshing. I am not a person that's unteachable. I'm teachable. I love to learn and to add more and more and more. And so I want to encourage you, go take her her course and it's going to be amazing. Um, real quick, um, where can people tell me about what you, your books, your your e-course, tell me what you got going so that we can get this out to people because I want them to bless you, pour into you and and be a part of what you got going on.
1: i been on Sid Roth. You could just just, just Google my name on, on YouTube or something like that and yeah. you can see them. But I've written The Seer's Path, Seeing Behind the Veil, Accessing the Greater Glory. I co-wrote that one with um, Larry Sparks. And yeah. And um, The Warrior's Dance was my latest book. And I have a, an e-course if you're like me and you're technically blessed. Um, it's, you can get it in, um, a DVD format. So you just put the DVDs into your DVD player and just watch. Um, and as well, I am doing a mentorship. And so that is different than the e-course is the mentorship program. And this next month I have 400 students and I just love my students so, so much. And afterwards, um, I've, I've built a community for seers to be able to connect. Because what I've discovered is often seers feel isolated. They might not be in a church that understands the the, the gift of see, a seer or um, even operate in the prophetic. And so I've built kind of an online community for the students once they go through it that they can connect with each other and just just really hold each other in prayer and just encourage each other um, with the prophetic things that the Lord is you know, showing them, and I just continually, even after that, I just always so into my students, so, um, yeah, that's a little bit about what I'm doing, writing, and uh, traveling, and there's just a lot on my plate, but right now, my focus is my class, because we, have, I think we have 404 students, so I'm so excited for this next month of September, and the Lord's been just sharing with me a little bit about this group and every class is somewhat different in that um i do like a live q a and that is fun because it allows the students to really ask the questions that are on their heart. and i see that the holy spirit is so good in putting the right people in that class and it's unique and so um this group in September, I've heard the Lord say, the intercessors will take it by force. Oh, And up so I'm like, come on, come on, yes. come on. Like this, this, these are the warriors, you know, and, and I'm very excited for that. So that's a little bit about what, what Sam and I are up to. Sam is my husband, and he's now, uh, I'm just going to give a little plug for him if that's okay. Yeah,
0: girl, go, <laughs> Sam.
1: Because he, he was in Marketplace before full-time, building websites and computer, you know, just doing computer technical things. And in January, we just really felt the Lord say we both need to be full time in ministry. And so he really pulled out of that and he really stepped into helping me. And we do it. We do the ministry together. So it's it's amazing because he's such an amazing support for me. When I travel, he's home with the kids. You know, we have young children at home, a six and a four year old. So. Um, life is busy, <laughs> and he he helps, especially in the schools, he helps with a lot of the admin questions and stuff like that. So I mean, that's a little plug for my husband. But God has been faithful to us, and he's always taking care of us. I've seen God's favor in our lives, you know, as we just continue to say, yes, God, okay, how are we going to pay for this? Yes, God, you know, he's good. He's more yeah. than enough.
0: Man, that's so good, guys. Um, you know, she she <clears throat> she has my heart. I mean, we we are so, uh, the, you know, prophets. Um, you know, it's one thing to prophesy. But you must remember in Ephesians 4, which sometimes we forget, it says to equip the saints for the work of ministry. I love the way the Passion Translation says it says to equip the saints for their personal ministry. You all on here, as you listening, have a ministry. And so I have a school right now, right now we're doing for the first time this year. Um, you know, we're part of Christian National. Bishop Hammond's our bishop, and 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 so we we just love our, our bishop. And and so for the first time this year. Um, we're doing a, a, a year long prophetic school where I'm taking 20, I think we have like almost, um, 28 students. I just, I mean, if I open it up for everybody, we'll have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. The Lord said, I felt like the Lord was saying, I only want you to take this, this small cohort and just pour into them. And it kept saying boots on the ground, boots on the ground, we train up another wave. And so we have this new way of like we have i mean tons of people that are a part of our ministry but we just taking this fresh new group of, uh, of people uh, believers that are saying man i'm so hungry for the prophetic and i want to grow my prophetic antennas i want to grow in that and so we're doing this year-long uh program uh, uh this year-long that i'm pouring into and we start off with identity and then we lead into the 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 prophetic and so this whole and i just love I just love pouring into them and just, just some of the incredible things I told them the other day. I said, you just wait, you haven't got your feet wet yet, but when you get your feet in the trenches, you're going to really see God really show up in a way that you've never seen before. And you and I both know that because when you live like this one, as I was spending time with the Holy Spirit, he said, it's time to tell the people to live on the edge of my presence, live on the edge, live on the edge. He just kept saying, live on the edge. And so um, I want to encourage you all as you step into uh, um, um, on pro um, school mentorship and as you do uh, other things, live on the edge. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. He's not going to make you fall. He's going to be right there to support you. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to encourage you. And he's going to bless you. Uh, like never before. I'm telling you, it is time for us to live on the edge right now. Hey, the enemy is trying to live on the edge. Why can not we not live on the edge? He's trying to wreak havoc and continue to keep praying for nations, continue to keep praying for the United States, pray here for Portland and, and what, what's going on here. I mean, I'm telling you, it is, it is Tetris. It is crazy. Uh, and, um, but I, I'm so encouraged. I am having more fun in ministry than I've ever had um, just because I'm trusting in the Father. So, my friends, thank you so much. Oh, Anna, man. It's you. so good to be with you so much.
1: How can I how can we be praying for you? Like you mentioned a few things and I know you could say so much, but I just wanna ask because the Lord has so put you on my heart, Clyde. I have been praying for you so much. Oh, thank over you. Over the past year, and so um I know you can only share a few a little you know there's certain things you can't share but what are things specifically yeah with it like how do we pray for the area that you're in in portland oregon right now what were some key target prayers that we can just as corporately just pray for you
0: yeah that'd be great um so one of the biggest things there's some things i can share one of the biggest things is that what you're seeing right now is there is um, government officials or local officials who are choosing not to allow local f- first responders to do their jobs, So taking tools away. So like, uh, for example, Seattle has voted to disband their police department and move to a uh, citizen led uh, uh, prevention type of deal very dangerous um there's a lot of so just know that there's going to be a lot of lawsuits there's 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 i've been sharing around the country there's immediate needs and there's this long term and many times in situations like that we only deal with the immediate but we never deal with the after the after effect and the after effect is just as important as the immediate and so what you're seeing is these this i'm just going to say how i see it you see you have commissioners and one particular commissioner who has a Jezebel spirit and you have the mayor who is the Ahab, who is not uh, afraid. And so that's one prayer that we can be praying. And, and, and people's like, well, let's pray that he doesn't get in, you know, get reelected. Well, that's, that's hard to do is because if he's not elected again, the person that's running against him is Antifa as well. So if she gets elected, she's Antifa. And then, you know, it, it is just all of that going on. So we have law, these law enforcement, these law enforcement community, they feel so trapped and hopeless. Like there is a video that's going going around by, um, by an officer who's telling her raw feelings and it's been amazing. And so we need to be praying for the emotional state of first responders. Praying for their families because their families are being threatened. Praying for um, the city that there'll be rest and peace in the city. That And so now that these, these two clashes of groups that hate each other are coming together, and we had the homicide within the protest this past weekend, it's this big clash that is coming again. And so we have to pray that God will... That those guys won't come together to retaliate, and that there that we can function again as a city, and that this whole um, disbanding uh, or reallocating funds, all of that 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 will cease because at the end of the day, and I've been saying this all over, the very same people who've been holding Black Lives Matter sign up is not majority of white um, minorities; it's white people who feel this guilt. And the reality is, it's like, why? Just that, that makes sense. I mean, you're seeing it all over. It doesn't make sense. But those are the very same people that will call 911 if someone breaks in to their home or does something. And we're seeing that. And so there's just this whole like knee-jerk reaction that's going on. And we just have to be praying. Has I been contending? God, you raise up a ram in the bush right now. God, raise up a ram in the bush. God, bring peace. Bring peace to our city, bring peace. Because our guys are, I mean, drained. Like I'm telling you, last night was 94 days, 94 days, 94. And tonight will be 95 days of extreme protesting and setting, they're going into communities now. They're going into neighborhoods and and, and destroying things. And so, and they saying this they're gonna keep going until February, and so I'm believing God's gonna stop this immediately. So those are just a couple of things to be praying about is is you know our local officials um it's almost like this war back and forth with the White House and local officials and governor, and we still have this pandemic, and then on top of that, just been praying for our officers that are, they're just. They're, they're, man, I, I can't even tell. I mean, they're so overwhelmed, like beyond, beyond, and they're getting injured, injured. So.
1: Do you see hope?
0: Yeah, you know the hope. We, we see a tunnel. I see a, a very little light down at the end, and and we're trying to really ask God to open that light up more, so that uh, so that people can say, wait a minute there's hope. Is there racism? Yes. Racism been going on since the Bible days. You know, one of the things I will tell people, and I'm going to stand, I can say this because I'm black. Let me tell you something. There has been a a, a discrimination since the Bible, but I will tell you, we all created equal. We're all created equal. Genesis 126. Let us make man in our own image and likeness. And and I will tell you this whole narrative, negative narrative is it's no one's winning. What's it, And I've been in churches. This last church, I mean, I just came from. People are their hearts are separated. People are not. The church is separating, and the r- reality is we cannot separate. That is the trick of the enemy is to separate. You separate from yourself, from God. The further you separate, you go into right. self protect, self promote, and it goes to the bottom of of shame. And we're seeing. On top of that, there is day-to-day crime going on. Like, we have, like, one of the biggest things that they took away from the city was our gang unit. They say we don't have a gang issue. Well, now, our gang unit and our school resource officers, they're totally gone. Like, there's no more. Like, there's no more gang unit. There's no more school resource officers. So our crime has been off the charts. Our homicides have been off the charts. So this knee-jerk... This knee-jerk decisions is all based off of a fear-based mindset, and then on top of that, when you make present moment decisions, you 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 make it out of this place of well, I got to do something, and I think they're starting to realize, man, we made some bad decisions, and so really to answer that, is there hope down at the end? We see some hope. Part of the hope is number one is we're just waiting for this to stop. So that we can recover, because right. there's gonna be some healing. My office yeah. is very full right now with a lot of people. Help! I need help. I'm overwhelmed. I'm tired and and, and praying. So, my my heart is is um I'm excited um, because this is where the Lord shows up, and He's gonna show I,
1: up. I just saw a, vi- a image for you, like a vision right now. When you said that, when we just want it to stop because we need healing, I saw you actually um at the pivotal point like at the just just right in the forefront of creating almost healing little centers all throughout your area yeah i believe that Clyde, like the lord has put you in a place where you i don't know anyone better than you to bring restoration and healing where you can bridge you can rebuild the bridges that have been totally, totally, totally burnt down. I see the Lord pivotally, like putting you, just pioneering that. Amen. Um, and I see these, I saw this little healing almost centers all throughout that state. Um, and, but I saw you were at the very forefront of it all.
0: Amen. I received it, yeah. And, you know,
1: we. I just joined with you, my friend. Thank you. I, I'm going to keep on my knees. Praying for you because that's what I know to do best to uh, get the principalities to be removed in Jesus' name. Yes. Plead the blood of Christ over your city, over the nation and nations. Yes, yes. I'm happy to just stand with you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you you for
1: sharing, though. I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's good. And and it's, um, you know, every day people are afraid. The fear. in the atmosphere in the city of Portland uh, is um, it's people are very afraid and the fears is really thick and along with this pandemic and and then they just announced that they're going to extend uh, the um, order to stay um, mask and all that and not move into phases until November 6th so they extended so this this, ex, this mindset um, for Uh, People thinking that they're going to be able to be free and move and go to these different phases is not happening. So that's another letdown that you can just feel people like, oh, man, here we go again. You know, and then kids, you know, our kids are going back to school next week, but, you know, they're going to be at home. And so there's a lot of adjustments and a lot of this in this mindset of like, what are we doing? Like, this is not how, you know, this is not fair. And so there's a lot of things going on. We haven't met, you know, I love doing online um, uh, but we haven't had our church service since uh, the pandemic, and, and and we're good, and we'll just take these, you know, being obedient to the Father and being obedient to what's ahead. And trust me, there's temptations to say, "Let's to heck with this," <laughs> but. At the end of the day, I'm of the Bible says obey the laws of the land. And so we have to be obedient to those things and, and, uh, let God just, uh, let things just run its course. So, but thank you so much, my friend, thank you so much for being on and, and guys, once again, go visit her website. It's down below. Uh, and, uh, I'm telling you, you will be truly, truly blessed and, and you will be just, uh, know that, uh, it, it will open the a whole nother level, a whole nother, uh, um, uh. Fre- just a fresh anointing that's why I just read just a fresh river fresh 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 grace and and you always have people who are good at teaching and they have humility she's one she teaches with just the grace and this is the heart of the father and uh you're truly going to be blessed so once again thank you so much and thank you for your husband and it, just uh and uh just uh, thank you for what you do uh for the kingdom of god i would love you so much and and we just appreciate you too, thank you so much. Yes. For me. Thank you. All right my friends but well, thank you so much once again we have City Awakening coming up. It's uh, October 2nd and 3rd. You can visit uh, us uh, and go get your tickets for City Awakening at uh, www.cityawakeningpdx.com. It's going to be amazing. It's a prophetic conference we do every year. It's going to be absolutely off the charts. I'm telling you, we got some great communicators come in to share and to minister and it's going to be virtual so um pray for that because <laughs> you know, it's, it's a great platform, but I'm thinking, okay, Jesus, uh, this is a whole nother level that we have to take. So, but go get your tickets today. It's going to be amazing. All right, my friends, take care and God bless you. Thank you. i see you guys. Bless you. Bye. Hey, yes. Hey, yes. Yeah, my friend, thank you so much. Oh.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah.
0: That's so sweet. Thank you. Yes. And uh yeah, we it's it's actually man, it is it is crazy. This so and I had
1: to
2: hold on real quick.